Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. In today's episode, I talk about how Hon Ming Son managed to hit a higher PB score than Harry Kane, despite Kane actually getting the game with a goal. I talk about Arsenal's key players in their 4-0 win against West Brom, the importance of creativity on the Football Index, and also there is one player to keep an eye on. So I also made a couple of mistakes in this episode because Kieran Tierney just didn't get 10 to 15 goals. I think he had one season where we got a total of 10 uh, goal and assist contributions. So that was incorrect. And also towards the end when I was talking about a certain player, I did mention that I put offers in on him, but I actually meant did. So yeah, sorry about that. But here is the episode. I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening as always. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Football Index Daily Update. Today I'm going to go over yesterday's matchday scores. It was a gold day, plenty of players to talk about and a few from the Premier League in particular. So first of all, we have Son Hung Min here, top of the media. That's because he had a really good game. Again, him and Harry Kane just link up incredibly well. And the reason why he's managed to uh, be the top forward as well with 213 points is because of his creativity in attack. And I want to talk about creativity in attack in particular today because I just think it's so important on Football Index for players to be able to provide key passes, crosses, and then also have the ability to get goals and assists as well. So yeah, he got a goal and an assist yesterday, but what I thought was quite interesting was that Harry Kane actually got the game-winning goal where you get 35 points. Um, but because Son provided five crosses, three accurate ones and four key passes, that was what made the difference. And that is exactly what led to him actually managing to hit a 213, whilst Harry Kane was left on a PB score of 202. So quite close match day scores, but um, ultimately Son Hung-Min edged it due to his ability to provide a bit more creativity in attack. Uh, with that being said, I mean, it was Harry Kane's cross, a really nice cross as well into Son Heung-min for one of his goals. Um, but yeah, just worth sort of talking about this creativity. And if we have a look at the other players as well, we can see that it is like crosses and key passes, which are making a huge difference. So star man yesterday was Kieran Tierney. And he's actually top of the media at the minute as well, as we can see here. Um, and yeah, I mean, he had an unbelievable game. That first goal was just incredible. He's cut inside. He's absolutely destroyed a Darnell Furlong. And then he's pulling into the top corner on his right foot as well, weaker foot. So that was an amazing goal. Um, and yeah, if we have a look at his performance, 68 passes. That's massive, first of all. Six crosses, two accurate ones, four key passes, really creative again. And then, of course, he got a goal and an assist. Really nice goal from him. And then that assist as well was um, just on a plate, really, for Lacazette. I don't think Lacazette really had to do anything. He just, like, kneed it into the goal because 
it was whipped in with so much pace and into such a dangerous area that there wasn't really too much that West Brom could do about it. And that's why he has ultimately managed to hit a massive score here of 296 and fully deserves those matchday dividends. I'd say at 95p to 75p, he does look like a very good hold. Now, I think Thomas Huket was a player I talked about yesterday whose price was pretty much the same. And for me, I just think Tierney, like he's just a much better player um, in, in terms of earning like dividends over the course of his career. Now, Sukek's obviously been in great form, but I'm just highlighting Tierney here because he's a fullback. He's very attacking. And I think when he was at Rangers, he was getting like 10, no, not Rangers, he was at Celtic, weren't he? Um, he was getting like 10 to 15 goals and assists, I'm sure, like a total. Um, so yeah, he's definitely got a lot of potential. I think he's still really young, maybe like 22, 23. Yeah, he's 23 at the minute. And if he can put in these kind of performances, he's going to be earning dividends fairly often. And I also think Arsenal will probably improve. I thought their performance yesterday was superb. Plenty of players did really well for them. Lacazette, dangerous in attack. I think smith Rowe definitely deserves a mention. Um, I think he's one of the biggest risers today, actually. Um, in fact, he'll be on the squad list. Bukayo of Saka as well had a really great game. Uh, he's been superb for, for a while now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Emil smith Rowe was a player I think I've tipped a few times last season. And he's a player that I've, I've watched a little bit of, to be honest. Um from like Arsenal's under-23s up until we went to like Huddersfield on loan last season. I think he was averaging like over two key passes per game last season, which is uh, really impressive as well. And yeah, he's risen quite a bit in price actually over the last sort of seven days. Yeah, he's gone up like from 99p to £1.19 now. And there is a bit of depth here too, which is good to see. So anyone holding Smith Rowe at the moment will be quite pleased with his performance yesterday. And I think he could really develop into a player uh, quite similar to like Jack Relish. I think he just has like creativity and he really does have the ability to sue the PB matrix well. But talking about some other players and the top midfielder today was actually Jonas Hoffman of Borussia um, Mönchengladbach and he had an amazing performance. He was on a 140 at halftime as I mentioned in yesterday's episode and yeah, just the creativity again. It's seven key passes, 14 crosses, four accurate crosses Nine long balls, six accurate long balls. So he was just all over the place yesterday, creating things. And I think like Borussia Mönchengladbach must have one of the best sort of attacks in Europe if you do want to be creating chances all the time because you've got Mbolo there. Uh, often they've got player, Choram, like big, strong, physical, fast forwards who can make runs in behind. They're always sort of looking for opportunities to get around their players. And with someone like Hoffman, who is quite creative in midfield, uh, with those guys up front, it just like makes him a really good PB player. And I think this season he's got two goals and five assists already, which is really strong from him. And as we can see, he got the assist yesterday. And even just with that assist, without even getting any goals, he's managed to hit a PB score of 2-3-4. I think he might be on corners now and a few set pieces as well. So I imagine that's probably helped him a huge amount. And it was actually a really nice long ball up to Mbolo, who... Uh, went and finished nicely. Uh, that's what led to the goal. Um, that that's what that that's how uh, Hoffman created the goal was with a long ball. So, yeah, I mean, I think he could be a really good PB player. Quite expensive now, though, in my opinion. When you have a look at some of the youngsters on here, so it depends what you want. If you want a short-term PB hold, he's probably a pretty good player. But I just think with the, with the youth, I still just believe that youth is the way forward right now um, because there's so many cheap young players on the platform. 
Another player to maybe just have a quick mention of is Vladimir Davida of Hertha de Lane. I think his uh, PB score is sort of similar to Hoffman's in a way because he got two assists and 10 crosses, four accurate crosses, five key passes. So kind of similar statistics, but didn't quite manage to hit her as high as Hoffman. But really good performance there from him. I think he's historically hit some pretty good scores. So fair play to any Derrida holders, but he's just missed out this time. And a player I definitely want to talk about quite briefly is Danny Olmo. And I think if I was to tip a player today, that would probably be the man. Uh, we were talking about him on the Discord last night. He had an instant sale price of 60p. So I certainly put in a few offers at that price. But he's gone up since. Instant sale price now 70p. Buy price 83p. But he's a youngster. He's in that Spain squad. Um, broke through last season at Dynamo Zagreb and he's actually kicking on now at Leipzig. He kind of struggled to cement his position in that side last season, but he seems to be doing really well and a really high PB score from him yesterday of 214. He did hit a couple high scores last season too, so definitely a player to look out for. I'd say 83p, he's superb value. And this is kind of what I mean about some of the youngsters on the platform. Like, There's so many young players under the age of like 23 who I think could end up becoming some of the very best players in the world. And because they're so cheap, under £1 at the moment, for me, I just think if you're looking for like a long-term hold, two or three seasons, these guys are going to be pretty safe. And he could end up like performing really well at the Euros, at the World Cup. And if he is in that Spain team and actually playing games, then there's a good chance that transfer links will develop as well because he's at Leipzig, who are often a feeder club to the Premier League. Like We've had Timo Werner move to Chelsea, for example, there is a possibility that longer term Olmo gains transfer links and earns media dividends as well. Um, so yeah, there are the match day scores today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, just talking about the match day scores and which players have uh, performed well yesterday in general, really. There's quite a few rises throughout the market. I think things are starting to look quite healthy. And I think just that stability, because I think for the last few months, we've had a lot of volatility where we'd have like a massive rise and then it would crash completely, and then another big rise, and so on. And we kind of got into this real bad cycle where each time it rose, it'd actually uh, go, go down even further than it ever had before. But for the last sort of few weeks, things have been a little bit more stable. We're seeing a little bit more general, rational trades being made, like players rising when they perform well, players rising when they look like they're going to earn dividends. And things are just sort of settling down and hopefully we'll see this for the next few weeks and months and then eventually we'll start to really grow as a platform again. So as always, thank you for listening. Like and subscribe if you have enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more from me and we will go again tomorrow.